G'day. Welcome to A Quiet Word, conversations about men's health. My name's Henry Rennie, and this is a continuing series of podcasts about building better blokes. This little introduction is to introduce you to the series and to me. Over the coming weeks, I'm going to talk about health in general, but I'm also going to talk about some specific illnesses and conditions, both physical and psychological. I'll talk about specific organs and body parts and how they work and how you can make them work better. And I'm going to talk about some specific therapies. Not necessarily in detail, but enough to give you a bit of an overview and a bit more of an understanding than you might currently have. I want to translate the jargon for you that a lot of these people use. I want to make all the medical mumbo-jumbo easier for you to understand. And it's important because what we don't understand, we don't take seriously. And what we don't take seriously, we don't do anything about. I'll look at it this way. Imagine if you turned 17 and you were given a new car. Brand new, top of the range, in perfect condition. A car that had plenty of power, responsive handling, comfort. You could accessorise it, hot it up as much or as little as you like. There's only one catch. You're told it's the only car you can ever have. Ever. No trade-ins, no updated models. How well do you reckon that car would get looked after? Something shows signs of wear, it'd get fixed or replaced real quick, right? Need servicing? Regular servicing? Too, right? Save a few bucks using dodgy oil or the wrong fuel just because it's cheaper? I don't think so. Damaged it in an accident? Don't just patch it up, get a proper repair job done. When something wears, you don't just tinker with it, you replace it, you fix it properly. See, for most of us, the body that we get once puberty's finished working is over is that car. You can work on it, you can hot it up, you can build it up, or you can even pretty it up, but it's as good as it's going to be without enhancement. Unfortunately, a lot of us don't take the same sort of care with our bodies as we do with our replaced every few years cars. We put in any sort of junk as fuel, we chuck in all sorts of additives that we know aren't good for us. We avoid doctors because, oh, they'll only give you bad news anyway. Oh, and it really doesn't feel too bad. We take knocks and we take bumps on the sports ground, but we play on anyway. Oh, it'll be right, mate. And we wonder why we wake up full of aches and pains one day, why our hair's going grey or falling out, why the chest seems to have slipped down to our belly and running up the stairs turns on those funny little twinkly lights in front of our eyes. The earlier in life you start doing positive stuff, the more effective it's likely to be. But it's never too late to do something. And that's what this series is all about. Introducing you to some of those somethings that you can do, some of the actions you can take to look after yourself, and some of the reasons why you might need to. Look, I'm not a doctor, and I don't claim to be. Neither am I a psychologist or any sort of professional new age therapist, although I have studied a fair bit. I'm a bloke who asks questions and I write down the answers and I write them in a way that other blokes will understand. 
For a long time, I've been interested in health and healing. I've done first aid and life-saving certificates. I've trained in occupational health and safety. I've got a certificate in Reiki. I've studied neuro-linguistic programming. I've been trained as a nutrition advisor at the Santa Viva Medical Institute in Baja, California. Other than that, I've turned my hand at a lot of jobs over the years. At various times, I've been an actor, a barman, a journalist. I've coached a pretty ordinary soccer team. I've sung in a 70s suburban rock band. I've been a greenkeeper, a plumber's mate, a public servant, a security guard. I've even been a vacuum cleaner salesman. I've worked in offices and pubs, on building sites and on the road, in colleges and in jail. Along the way, I've probably eaten and drunk more than I should have and exercised less than was good for me. I've had what feels like a filing cabinet full of my own health issues. Lots of the common ones, broken legs, kidney stones, asthma, pneumonia, heart attack, and some less common ones like a busted spine, three types of arthritis all at once, some of my guts removed. Family, friends, acquaintances have been through a bunch of stuff too. Some survived, others didn't. But I've been lucky, I've survived, and I've learned as I went along. These days I travel quite a bit. I talk to people and I listen to them and I try to learn stuff as I go along. I've learned a lot of facts, looked at statistics, gathered some opinions and I've formed some of my own. And now I'm sharing that with you. Sometimes I'm known as Renoir when I'm writing fiction or drawing cartoons. You might even have seen some of my books and stuff around. But this is another part of me. This part wants to do more than make people laugh. This part sees blokes suffering, often, though not always in silence, and wants to do something to help. The quiet word books are my way of trying to do that. Look, blokes don't often talk face to face. We talk better shoulder to shoulder. That's why we have better conversations in the car or standing at the bar than over the dinner table. Even then, there's a whole lot we don't talk about much out loud, even to our mates, or even to ourselves, like our health. Think of these podcasts as being like a quiet word. Two mates sitting in a bar, or sitting in a car, chatting about things that matter to you. A quiet word that just might save your life. Cheers. Look forward to talking to you soon.